0: Milburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. Ready?
1: Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show.
2: Everybody's Uh, out here, Milton.
1: Yeah, lots of folks visiting with us. Yep, they've uh, added another register and still still maintain the social distancing. They got very clever with it. Uh so uh the line's moving very quickly. It's still a lot of people though. It was
2: uh Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh and I was encouraged that I walked up from the back that yeah. I saw small children with a mask on.
1: Oh good. After you yelled at them yesterday yeah. did well,
2: they? Well I I wanted to and uh no, I know. but yesterday all the the all the adults had on masks but uh the the young children did not. Yeah. But this, today, it seems like all the young children have on mask.
1: Yay! They're, right. pro-
2: they're probably excited about wearing the mask.
1: Yeah, actually, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. It's when you get to be an adult, it's kind of like, meh. <laughs> hey, I was going to get to some questions that we had um, earlier uh, yesterday that we didn't get to get to, because uh, they were email, which is fine. I just didn't... Uh, Good. Uh, okay, so Richard Oliver... Uh, Believe, Oliver? Is it Oliver or Oliveri? Al Oliver, Alvarez. Sorry. Richard Oliverez. Oh, okay. I thought uh, it might be Alvoid. No, no, no. Remember, he sent the plant, that picture that I sent you guys. Um, oh, yeah, and we said
2: it was a, a sunflower.
1: Yeah, you both agreed that it was a sunflower, yeah. which is good. So Richard? And I told
2: him to put it in a larger container. Oh, okay, good. Because it was in a in a smaller container. That that plant gets big. That uh, sunflower will get big. Yeah, it was cool. We haven't seen them
1: in a while, but remember we had the the sunflowers in containers here at Millburgers. They were sort of smaller ones. Yeah, right. Those are real nice. I like those. Um, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get them maybe back in the summer again. Yeah. But
2: uh, But I'm thinking the one he had a picture of is that large growing one with that huge, uh, oh. huge head on it.
1: Hmm. So, okay. And then Rinaldo uh, emailed us, uh, I bought some Asiatic jasmine, some summer? snow in summer. Do what? It's called snow in summer.
2: Oh, okay. It's got, uh, it's variegated. Okay. It's got white on it at least. Now, Very, it's going to grow slower. Okay. Because it's variegated.
1: He said, for a sunny location, and how should I plant it? I bought it for a sunny location. Does it want sun?
2: It'll tolerate sun, but uh, like I said, it is a it's a variegated plant, which means half the leaves or some of the leaves uh, are not uh, photosynthesizing. In other words, they're not uh, uh they're, they're not uh, sun plants. No. Oh. Uh, they're not, uh, the part that's variegated, uh, and that's white, uh, white uh, will not absorb the sun and make and uh, photosynthesize the sun rays. Okay. So I think that particular one, it's pretty. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty, but uh, I think that particular one will take full sun. Oh, it will take full sun? Yeah, I think it will.
1: And then he also says, which is interesting, he has a backyard with a lot of shade trees. Okay. Has little sun, two to four hours. Would frog fruit do okay there?
2: Calvin's the frog fruit, man. I I never have grown frog fruit.
1: All right, we'll ask Calvin. He's answering a question off there, so...
2: Did you bring us a picture of your uh, rose sprout?
1: I did, but Calvin says it's not a rose.
2: Oh, no.
1: Let me show you the picture. What a bummer. I didn't see any... um, Thorns? It's coming up from... Yeah, I didn't see any thorns, but it's pretty small. It's no larger than six or seven inches. Would it still have thorns on it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Small thorns. Small, soft thorns. See, are
1: you able to see that?
2: Yeah. Now, I say I'm looking. Now it's coming out of a little
1: stump which makes me wonder whether there was again, that goes it's exactly where the Belinda's dream was planted. It's not a very good picture. Was there was there a citrus
2: planted there? Oh, I don't think so. But That's not a rose. Okay. But it's
3: uh it's a
2: hardwood like a Yeah, I, I don't think it's an oak. Calvin thought maybe it was a pecan. Yeah, that's possible.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, we we didn't plant anything, so I don't know.
2: I don't plant pecans any, <laughs> anywhere. Uh, the squirrels do it. Oh, maybe and so. And then they forget. Oh. They forget where they put them. That could make sense. Okay, well, we'll have to see what we get. But that doesn't look like a pecan to me. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know what it is. It's a seedling of some type. Yeah. It's growing fast. But I'm sorry it's not a rose. Okay.
1: Give me my phone back and let me just be sad over here. <laughs> I want our Belinda's Dream back. I guess I'll have to buy one.
2: Well, I uh, I think they're in short supply this year. Oh, the Belinda's I, Dream? Yeah, I haven't heard of heard mentioned. Let me look in my trusty rose deal. Okay. Yeah, it's it's listed under shrub roses that we have them. It's it's right there with the grandma's yellow roses. Yeah, and knockouts and um, sensuous. Oh goodness! They got one called sensuous. So if
1: you want to get sensuous in the garden, you can yeah. get it. You can get it here.
2: Uh, it's, a, it's a shrub rose called sensuous. Must be fair fragrant. I bet it's sold out by now. No,
1: uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> People buy those sensuous roses. Though.
1: You could uh, do like Calvin did, and you uh, don't, don't, don't delay on this, and do the curbside uh, this morning. Calvin did when he was coming in, <laughs> uh, just for convenience, and it worked well, except that they had run out of stock that he was looking yeah, for.
4: But, but I was all excited because. Uh, you know, Milberger's got a number of staff. Uh, a, lot, a lot of us, a lot of us like to pick out our own plants. Yeah. But I said, well, I'm going to see if I can't get a, one of the most, not more knowledgeable staff members to pick the plants out even for me. And, uh, and I got one. I said, oh, this is going to work perfect. <laughs> but, but of course though, with the, uh, the, the, some of the plants I wanted, the uh, they had, they had run out, so they couldn't fulfill that, that part of my whole Yeah, I know, but... Had a lot of pantas. They had the, zinni- the other zinnias, uh, but they didn't have the. They ran out of the dreamland temporarily. And then the moss roses that were so spectacular yesterday
1: mm-hmm. sold them all out. Hey, we got Mike on the line at 210-308-8867. Mike, thanks for waiting. Sorry about that. What's going on? How can we help you today?
3: Well, uh, right before this COVID stuff, we purchased uh, Grandma's yellow rose out there, and it's still in the same container. But in the past two days, the lower leaves have just—the <laughs> leaves have turned yellow. So uh, I don't know—is it something I'm not doing right, or is it something I'm doing wrong?
2: No, I think the lower leaves turning yellow is probably an age difference. In other words, the, their older leaves. How are you watering it?
3: Uh, I think about every other day. We're using a hygrometer, hydrometer, hydrometer uh, to see when it's dry, and so we will water it. But
4: yeah, we're but, not. Why? Well, I, I mean, are you running the water so that it runs all the way through the and out the drip, drip hole?
2: Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, because uh. that. Out here, out here, I think they—you said it's in in the container you bought it in. I think they water their roses every day.
4: Yeah, especially with that all that foliage and yeah, and then that small reservoir and the drainage in those pots is uh, is uh, spectacular. But that's a problem. You gotta, you gotta. Wet it, every, wet it every day. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just dry, drying out a bit.
2: That could be it. But uh, anyway, it? those are the older leaves, and as uh, long as it's not yellow in the top, uh, or as long as you don't see spots on the leaves, which would uh, indicate that you have a black spot. Black spot. Yeah. Uh, on the on the roses. And that one uh, is, is not prone to get black spot, but uh, 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 up your water a little bit and uh, yeah,
4: you're not you're go not gonna hurt it. You're not hurt it from over watering because that soil is so well drained. Right. Just, so soak okay. it every time, and so the water runs out of the. I yeah, I wouldn't bother with a hygrometer for for that situation because you know. Uh, that that reservoir is
2: can't be over right?
3: So you don't think it's a, like a chlorosis of some sort or anything like that? No, no. no.
2: And okay. take those yellow, take break those yellow leaves off of there because huh? they're bothering you.
4: When are you gonna? <laughs> when are, are you gonna transplant it into a bigger c- container? Or?
3: Yeah, we're, we're thinking about that too. That it might be a little root bound. We don't know, so we're talking about doing that today, putting it into a, new, a bigger pot.
2: Okay, it's not root bound, so uh, I mean, it'll stay living in that pot, but uh, it's not what we consider root bound. Oh, Okay.
3: All right. We'll take that. But
2: but but uh, you you would be well advised to put it in a larger container, put some uh, good potting mix in there with it, and uh, 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 copious amounts of osmocote. So okay. really amount. All amount. Right. 'Cause they're my, they're my, my, they're notorious for being able
4: to survive in even our poor soils.
2: Yeah, right. Okay.
3: My next question would be in regards to uh, a sweet potato vine, uh, the margarite, the oh, real yeah. pretty green real pretty green one. Yeah. we, uh, we have a spot I've talked to Dr. French before about this. Have a spot in the front yard that's just dappled sunlight at best, and looking for something to ground. I don't want a ground cover, but I'm looking for something that'll grow you know, very shade tolerant. Would this be a good choice?
2: Is uh, is this in the middle of your, your lawn, or is this in the uh, on, on the border?
3: On, or? Yeah, on the border. It's on the edge of it.
2: Why don't you use uh, uh, blue dwarf Ruralia? Yeah, that's a good one. How how tall a plant do you say, want? It'll say short, shorter. The dwarf, dwarf Ruralia. Dwarf Ruralia Dwarf with an R. Yeah, dwarf oh. Mexican petunia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, consider we'll that. Yeah. They, the say, they come in, They come in pink and. Purple is that? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, blue. Yeah, and even <laughs> even a white sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you can find a white. Now
4: another another plant, but it's a little more, it's taller and unruly is uh, blue Pumbago.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
3: you got that right about the unruly thing. We've tried those before. And they just yeah. in our yard they got out of hand.
4: Well, uh, yeah, I don't. I think you can't go wrong then with the dwarf ruellia. It's a it's a disciplined plant and uh, tough.
3: Okay. All right. Well, thank All you,
1: right. gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take Good care. You? All right. 210-308-8867. Marjorie's on the run. Margie, welcome to Milk Garden Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
5: I am blessed. I have a question about a fig tree. All right. My daughter, one of my daughters, lives in Poteet Sand,
2: Will a fig tree grow in that sand? I'm sorry, I didn't get the question. W- w- would a tree, what kind of a tree fig, grow? A fig
5: thin
2: tree.
4: Would is it, it, would is it, it just oil? a pile? Or is it the, um, all the the soil? Well, the,
2: yeah, the it's soil all the soil.
5: Sandy. Will a fig tree grow
2: in sandy soil? Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, as long
4: as you can water it. Yeah. All right. Put, do put do
5: you have up. to do anything in
2: particular? No. Well, I, yeah. I would put some organic material yeah, that, around it and maybe even in the hole with it uh, because okay. it's in the sand. Because Yeah, whatever it
4: okay. is. If, if you can do Sounds a, a mulch, even. Lots of mulch. Okay. They have a lot of
5: oaks. So
4: that'd be good. Yeah, the leaves would be. Uh, that would be a good addition.
2: Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Have thanks, a Margie. Thank oh, thanks for me. calling. All right,
1: we're going to go to Lonnie on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Lonnie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing I think today? Lonnie, Lonnie
6: was on the other but but okay. Um, I'm sorry. My question. My question pertains to uh, tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes are about five feet tall, setting fruit, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm worried because uh, along the, well, closer to the ground, the leaves are, have some yellow splotches, and it will kill the, kill the individual stem that, that the leaves are on. Uh, do I have some kind of fusarium wilt or something like that?
2: Well, that sounds like southern blight. Uh, no. If it kills the stem, Is that that a stem, well, it leaves uh, a uh, But it, normally, normally southern blight will kill the entire plant. So you just see individual limbs that are dying? Uh, yes,
6: correct. And okay. I, the, 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 It first appeared on the uh, uh, Tycoon, which I have...
2: Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh,
6: uh, I have six of them, uh, six of the tycoon plant in one bed. And, uh, I have an adjoining bed, which <laughs> it's overrun with tomatoes, uh, both the, uh, rodeo tomato and, um, a couple of unknown, which I believe they are some, some form of cherry tomato. And, and, uh, belatedly, I've seen some of that, the yellow swatch, uh, in, on those, but not as much as on the tycoon.
2: Yeah. that's unusual because that tycoon's got the best disease package of any uh, tomato on the market.
4: Plus, your if it's the VHN 968 cherry tomato, that's pretty fair too. No, yeah. um,
2: this year, do, do the leaves turn? <coughs> I'm sorry. Do the leaves turn yellow before uh. before the die before they die? The stem dies.
6: Uh, yes, that's correct.
2: Do you see spots you see, on the leaves?
6: It's yellow, and there may be a little bit of black splotch in there, too. Uh, okay. I'll go, I'll go with the uh-huh. plant here. Uh, uh yeah, just little streaks of this yellow appear, and and then the uh, uh, the parts of the leaves that are most affected begin to die off. I mean, they dry up, and... Uh, and then, of course the uh, the whole little little branch uh, begins to to be affected
2: wow and all all of those plants are just 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 one you said right no one tycoon? I, have one,
6: I have one full bed of uh tycoon. and uh to one degree or another, I think I believe uh, All of them have uh, have that
2: on there.
4: Wow! Yeah, that is real unusual. (laughs) You don't you don't see any. There's no insects or uh, yeah. There's no no chance it dried out or got. Well, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say
6: there's no chance. However, we we've had. uh, I'm in New Braunfels and uh, east of I-35, and we haven't had probably as much rain as you've had recently in San Antonio. Uh, but I have a drip irrigation that uh, I put on as, uh, as needed. So that's often, all I how, can say.
4: How, how yes. often do you use your
6: drip? Uh, now, let's see. I put some on last night. And uh, I guess hmm, probably maybe once a week, if
4: Oh, that's not
2: enough, I don't think. Yeah, use it uh no. I've uh, I've use had to it use. every three days. I've had three hours use. a day every mm-hmm. three days. Okay. Or I do, I use okay. it an
4: hour a day every day. Because okay. mine oh. mine are grow, growing like mad, including tycoon. Looking good mine fruit. Well. But they're but they're uh with that switch to ninety degrees they really yeah. they're really drying out pretty quick. You might Right, right. Like, can you? When, is it possible for you to experiment with using, putting more water on it more frequently,
2: like? Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Now, if you, uh, Billy McKenzie was in yesterday, and uh, he had some leaves that were yellow, turning yellow from the bottom bottom of the plant up. That's what it sounds and, uh,
6: like. That's exactly what I have
2: yeah he he's uh he was very concerned about it, but he had no spots on the leaves and uh, I tried to convince him that uh I was pretty sure that was just a old leaf but mm-hmm. uh he wouldn't have none of any of that and so uh uh if it is a fungus and i and I miscalled uh, we recommended uh, the use of uh chlorothalonol, or what da- was the spray milton Daconil Daconil <laughs> Milton remembered the name for me yesterday it's called it's called daconil it's sold as daconil, D-A-C-O-N-I-L. Uh, and it contains uh, chlorothalonol, which is the active ingredient. Works. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it's a fungus control. It's kind of. And what it'll do is stop the spread of the, of the fu- fungus spores to other leaves, if that's mm-hmm. what it is. Well, now, okay.
6: now, by and large, I think I've heard you, both of you kind of scratch your head, figuratively speaking, uh, as to what this could be. Uh, so, so perhaps
2: before we go that route, maybe I should just apply more water. All right. Well, do both if you, if you want to be sure. <laughs>
6: okay.
2: Good luck. Hey, All let right. us, thanks. let us know. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Lonnie. True. You take care. Bye, Lonnie.
1: All right, 210-308-8867. Before we go to break, I want to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If you're looking for a company. That will uh, pest control company that will not only treat what's uh, bothering you, whether you see ants, or termites, or spiders, or fleas, or roaches, but also is going to treat the uh, whole situation, not just the symptom, and uh, give you relief from that problem, and uh, give you confidence that you're always going to uh, have a, a, an ally in your fight against. Uh, the pests in your home, then Spider Man termite and pest control is the place to go. Uh, and it's uh, clear to me that, that mosquitoes are going to be here pretty soon if they're not all here already. And uh, so uh, they have the Into Care mosquito trapping system as well. So give them a call, 210 656 3721. 210 656 3721. Go online and learn about that mosquito trapping system, which. Uh,
2: Just a hold up. Which
1: uh, is going to uh, get rid of them without using sprays or chemicals uh, into care of mosquitoes. Well, treatment. no,
4: it uses chemicals. It
1: does. It, it, well, they land on it, yeah. but if you're not spraying it out in the yard, yeah,
4: it's one. It's a potentially an option to use that makes makes it unnecessary to use a general spray, which would of course threaten your butterfly population. Yeah, it's
1: used by Disney World. It's yeah. used by uh, other and other mail burgers. Mill burgers, yeah. So uh this the website ghost spidermanpest.com, go spidermanpest.com or 210-656-3721 for Spider Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. All right, guys, uh hang on. Richard Cherry, you're up next on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM the answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you a little story that exemplifies why Millburgers is different. I had a friend who had a plant that he had cared for and was doing a poor job of it. It was a plant that belonged to his mother, so it had sentimental value to him. And he wanted to keep it alive. He went to Millburgers and talked to one of many of the plant professionals there and got great advice. And she encouraged him to come back in about a week and tell him how it was going. And he did. And the advice was good and the plant was doing better. He not only felt like he just got great advice, he felt like somebody cared about his success. That's the difference at Milberger's Landscape Nursery. They care about your success. They not only want you to be a customer time and time again, they want you to be successful and have a great gardening experience. That's the difference at Millburgers. You'll find out more about Millburgers by going to Millburger Nursery.com. You'll find all the specials and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulvary Road. Oh, que cosa más
5: linda,
0: tan llena de...
2: And
1: welcome back to Garden Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We always pay tribute to national artists who have passed away uh, this week. Kyle Keener, a local artist with Small World and uh, who has been making music with Small World for a long, long time, passed away. So we'll uh, treat you to some of the Small World's music uh, throughout the uh, the day here. From Corona? No. Oh, Okay. All right, 210-308-88-67. we have Richard on the line. Hey, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today?
3: Yeah, question, is it uh, too early to be able to plant Bermuda grass seed?
1: No. I don't
4: think
2: so. It's, May, it's warmed May 1st. up a little bit.
4: Yeah, May 1st, and plus it's, uh, I notice it's uh, greening up every, everywhere and oh. charging across my vegetable garden.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: second question is I, I, I wasn't a, not able to listen to the first hour yesterday, and I sent Milton a picture of the seed that we picked up at the rodeo, and wondering if you guys had a chance to look at it.
2: That was the sunflower one. Yeah, I think so. You sent
1: it earlier in the week, right? I did. Yeah. Either
2: yeah. The sun, The other thing I debated about for
4: a while was eggplant, but it looks too vigorous. For, for a plant, yeah, yeah. and uh, I but, think it was sunflower. Yeah, sunflower is the, a good bet because it's going—it's growing everywhere. It's going strong.
3: Okay, it just seems odd because the container that originally came in was a small cup you get like at the dentist, yeah. and they give you mouthwash, and it had no drainage. So that's why I stuck it in the earth box, and it's just taken off. Yeah.
4: Jerry, yeah. Uh, Jerry um, suggested you plant it in full sun into the soil.
2: And a bigger, larger container. Oh, you know, uh, keep it in containers.
4: Or in the ground, yeah, because it, so it'll, things it'll six want to feet get big. tall.
2: They get six feet tall. All right, folks, thank you much. All okay, right. Thanks thank for calling and sending in a picture. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. All right, Cherry is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Cherry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
7: Fine. Hi. Good. Um, welcome to help am- you. I have um, a question. My Japanese maple, I planted it um, about two and a half years ago, maybe. And um, it is bloomed. I, I fertilized it in the early spring um, with the happy frog. And it's the leaves came out beautiful, but now they're starting to turn a little brown. And I believe it's facing um, north. And it's got um, pretty much sun all day until you know maybe late yeah. late afternoon.
2: Has that changed? Yeah. You said you had it, had this thing for two year two and a half years. Uh, uh-huh. When you first planted it, uh, was it in more shade?
7: No, no, same, same situation. Hmm. Okay. So I but didn't ja- know if I needed cover Japanese it. Up. <laughs>
4: maples are notorious for difficulty here in our oh uh, yeah. Alkaline soil and our sun. So
2: Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually they burn up the first year. But uh, the no. leaves burn up especially if they're in full sun. The the place the places they work is are like uh,
4: oh I- interior Island kind of yeah. kind of things where the, where they get l- limited sun and you can make the the soil completely acid soil, but there okay. yeah it's tough tough to get them to survive in our our soil and. <laughs> so if our I
7: um, so if I gave it more shade,
2: some more well, cover would you- Yeah, I would I would dig it up and. Uh, Put it in a more shady location where it gets morning sun and afternoon shade. But, okay. I, but I, I wouldn't,
4: I'd also re- realize that if it's, in, if it's in our alkaline soil, it's yeah. going to be constantly stressed. It's doomed. Uh-huh.
2: They, 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 planted, they, they planted a bunch of them at the uh, botanical garden, Paul Cox oversaw the uh, Japanese uh, uh, the, the Japanese garden there the, the establishment of it and uh, right. they, they've had to plant and replant uh, those uh, those uh, plants over and over because they eventually die out in a couple of years hmm. at most. Now they do great in East Texas. Okay. They, oh, boy. East Texas, so Tennessee, I, so, southeastern United States, they do great.
7: Okay. So what kind of um, soil, is there a particular kind of soil I, I could
2: buy that you put it in a pot? <laughs> yeah. or? If you want to plant it in a pot, <laughs> you grow it in a container and, and, and locate it in morning, sun, afternoon shade. You'd grow it like we grow a blueberry, okay. and, uh, and that's in uh, uh, an acid soil mix. Uh, again, uh, look up blueberry planting on plantanswers.com, and that okay. tells you the exact mix to use, but basically it's sphagnum peas, peat and washed sand. Magnum peat, okay. which breaks it down into a very acid situation. Now when you oh, change okay. the, when you change the soil, that's still not going to take care of the temperature. the hot temperature right. but, but your plant you putting it in the shade may help.
7: Okay, okay and so um, what kind of fast growing um, other uh, I have an avocado. A small avocado tree that my daughter planted, but it, like, was blooming, like, three or four inches, and now it's, like, shriveling. And then I had some small oak um, that my neighbor's yard um, grew in. It's in my yard now. They're babies, but then they're breaking off. But I had three that are growing fine in a pot, but the ones in the yard are just, like, kind of still there, but they're tiny. Is there any way to keep those from breaking? I don't know why they broke or they're, like, you know... um, you mean the oak, the oak trees are losing branches? No, no, this is like a baby, baby from a seed. They're like, you know, just starting up. And um, the little stem is breaking on several of them. They didn't, I guess the rain or whatever, you know, they just
2: kind of like... Yeah, that's off. Probably, probably wind or rain. Or the wind. Uh,
7: the wind. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that is it better just to leave them in the ground where they are, or should I transplant them?
4: Well, they'll they'll come back if it's if it's just the wind or something. They'll they'll send more yeah, stems up. Absolutely. And then you've got a okay. root system in place. So.
7: And they don't need any kind of really anything um, any kind of extra care. They're pretty good in the sun.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now these are hardy.
2: oaks. These are oaks, yeah, right? Oak. Uh huh.
7: What? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah any t- time. Any time you can give them. If you can water them at least every couple of weeks, that'll really speed up their growth. Oh
2: yeah.
7: Oh, and so don't want, water them that much. And you you want to the space
2: way. them. You want to space them too because they're gonna they're gonna grow into sit into trees. Right, right. So right, you want right. to give, give them uh, 30, 40 feet distance between the the trees. They could. Okay. they
4: At at some point, if you water them and fertilize them, and they have that spacing, they're getting enough light. Uh, and if uh, if they're Texas red oak, you know, yeah, they, they maybe They'll grow four or five feet a year.
2: Oh yeah. Once they get established. Okay. Yeah. Now what did, what did we do with the avocado?
7: Well, that one it was just um it's just in the ground and it was um. Looking real good, like three four days ago, and then yesterday it just started. The leaves just started going down, like they were drooping. Didn't look like they were feeling the heat too well. Do those need more shade?
4: No, they need probably probably needed more water.
7: More water. Okay, I get yeah. that. Just keep them hydrated.
4: Right. Yeah. Just just put the hose at the base and let it. St- Run it, barely run it,
2: and let it soak in. Do you know what kind of avocado it is?
7: Um, it's just one that I planted from a seed.
2: Oh, Probably okay. The cost, you, you, know. you know, you know, they grow into trees, and that yeah. they freeze here periodically. They what? they'll freeze. The plant will freeze. freeze. The trees will freeze. Yeah, they're oh. they're, they're
4: colds, they're cold sensitive. There's some some selections that are supposedly less cold uh but you know, if you got yours from the store, it may not be very cold sensitive. I mean, oh. it may not be very cold already.
2: Oh, okay. The ones the ones at the nursery sale that uh they claim will go down <laughs> into the 20s. For a short period of time before they freeze, but uh, they're they're sold at the at the local nurseries and uh, Millburgers included. They're called Mexican avocado.
7: Yeah, yeah, okay,
2: I'll
7: get. But something. that that thing
2: gonna get into a big tree.
7: I, I I need something. I need some shade, but it'll take a while. I'm sure they're not fast growing. Well, uh,
4: the avocado, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fast. It's faster than the oak in yeah. the in the oh, summertime,
2: yeah. big time.
7: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But the I, I know, I okay. know you.
2: Yeah, I know you grew it from a seed, and it was kind of a family event. But uh, uh, generally, we tell people uh, that growing from the seed as a, as a house plant. Uh, let it oh, let it okay. get about uh, three to four feet tall, and then uh, put it out by the garbage, so the garbage men can plant it out at the landfill. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. That thank saved you everybody a lot of trouble. Thanks. Oh, oh, um, Jerry. one, one yes, more ma'am.
7: thing. One more thing um, on the. Sure. Um, I, uh, I wanted to um, spread some humus or some um, some um, um, organic, not organic, but... Um, compost? Top, not compost. Should yeah. I spread it? Is it okay to spread it now that I could cut it short and then spread some and
2: then wait a day and spread some more? What are you going to spread uh, Spread it on, the grass? Yeah, the grass. Yeah, uh, just as long as you... Uh, don't put it much over a half an inch a fourth to a half an inch deep okay fourth to a half yeah. okay and you still you can still see the grass blades after you finish okay. spreading the uh compost yeah the
4: probably the best time is February or march
7: February or March, so it's a little too late. No, is it no? It's, oh, it's, you can do. It never, now.
4: yeah, it's never too late if uh, you know, the organic material is always good especially if that, that sh- uh shallow amount that Jerry's talked about.
7: And I have like a ton of these root long root weeds that I they're just like my whole yard was covered with them. Once he mowed they kind of went away, but they're all coming back up again and they look like a fern. You cat, know, it's a
2: carrot. Right? Oh, the, yeah. Uh, it looks carrot? like a carrot. Yeah. It's it's uh I guess it's in the carrot family, but uh, it turns into it produces the uh, the deal that get on the dogs. On Beg- the, we call it the slice. Yeah. Sticky. So, uh, so sticky you don't seeds. want you don't want that to go to seed, if you've got pets, right. especially. Yeah. M- keep it mold. Or and when when you pull it up, it's got a a long taproot on it. Long, yeah. like a carrot, yes. like a so, carrot.
7: Right, but they don't get on my dog. Um, he's out there, but they don't they don't seem
2: to stick. Um, I've well, they haven't they haven't ago. made they haven't made their seed yet. Right. don't let them go. Okay. Don't, don't let them go bloom and and produce a seed and dry up, or they will get on your dog. No, okay. There is some. So how do I get rid of them? Just or mow them do down, I, or mow. cut them down, or pull them up, or whatever.
7: Okay. Yeah. They, we.
2: I. Weed eat them. <laughs> weed eat them. Okay.
7: So no. I mean, I tried doing pulling, and it's just not working. They're they're
2: just. Yeah. They're
7: taking over the whole yard. I didn't know. I know he had told me uh, maybe gluten. Spread gluten. I did that once or twice. No.
2: That won't work. <laughs> But uh, the the deal is they will uh, decline as the temperatures get hotter. Hot, hotter. Okay. But just d- okay. keep them mowed or uh, cut down until that period of time happens so uh, they won't make seed. Okay.
7: Got it. I'm, I I Thank you very much for your time.
2: Okay. Well, and,
7: thank uh, you for what calling. Are what are the hours today for no?
1: Today till five, and every other day till Bye-bye. six. So we'll see you soon. <laughs>
4: okay. All right. You want to be Bye-bye. on the radio?
1: Got a. Are you trying to? Oh, okay. Um. Don't. Here, here. Well, go ahead. Just, just you're, see, you're, You can see. You can be right there. Yeah, and Just
4: talk right at, at that microphone.
1: There we go. Just. You're on the air. Well, no, you going, don't. No, yeah, you don't. you don't don't have need to pick to. it up. Just talk. Yeah. Just we got, talk. got you. Hello. I. Uh, I have a
3: problem here. I have a. I want this spray for clover and fertilizer. And uh, for Clover, we purchased some hose and in the inspiration from Arthur Wheat Clear. It said apply daytime below 90 degrees. How many days should temperature remain 90 degrees for a horn to St. Augustine?
1: Say say this again. Okay. I, 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 I'll let you. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take a break while Calvin talks to him off here. The All right, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer.
8: Don't miss The Chris Miller Show, bridging the gap between liberals and conservatives by
0: exposing the lies that keep us apart. The Chris Miller Show, Saturdays at 11 p.m. on 930 a.m. The Answer.
1: Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you a little story that exemplifies why Millburgers is different. I had a friend who had a plant that he had cared for and was doing a poor job of it. It was a plant that belonged to his mother, so it had sentimental value to him. And he wanted to keep it alive. He went to Millburgers and talked to one of many of the plant professionals there and got great advice. And she encouraged him to come back in about a week and tell him how it was going. And he did. And the advice was good and the plant was doing better. He not only felt like he just got great advice, he felt like somebody cared about his success. That's the difference at Milberger's Landscape Nursery. They care about your success. They not only want you to be a customer time and time again, they want you to be successful and have a great gardening experience. That's the difference at Millburgers. You'll find out more about Millburgers by going to Millburger Nursery.com, Millburger Nursery.com. You'll find all the specials and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on boulevardy Road.
2: Love is like an ending melody. Poets have compared it to a symphony. A symphony conductor. By
0: the lighting of the moon. And welcome By back our to Mel no
1: Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. Listening to the music of Small World, that's Kyle Keener on vocals. And unfortunately, we lost Kyle last week. Uh, so uh, we're celebrating his music today. Calvin's still answering a question off the air. I'm going to talk to you real quickly about Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, still in business, still a great place to, uh, to go if you are looking to attract nature to your yard or... Uh, Just enjoy nature more. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. I suggest you call them at 210-479-BIRD or or 210-479. Let's see. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, yeah, bird. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to bring you up there. 210-479-BIRD and uh, find out about all this stuff. And they're doing curbside. So... uh, If you uh, just want to go and say, okay, here's what we're trying to do. We want some suet, or we want some uh, seed, or we're looking for a feeder or a house, they'll help you. Uh, It's Hebner and uh, Northwest Military is doing the curbside. So uh, you can uh, call 210-479-BIRD and call Kyle, and he'll take care of you. All right. And uh, don't
2: worry about those nasty Martins. Yeah. If they have, if they haven't shown up yet, yeah, you can still get a sparrow house. You can get a birdhouse. Yes, Kyle. Will know that we're, we're. And you can get a sparrow house. They, they said the sparrow houses are literally flying off the shelves. Uh huh. Uh, Kyle, and, and the neat, yeah. neat thing about those sparrows zealous, is that they're case. here all year. Zealous, they yeah. don't leave like those martins do. Yeah, those fickle martins. Yeah, they, oh, they we gotta, stay. We gotta here. migrate. Oh. And they have little baby birds, baby sparrows all year long. Alright, well, you can ask Kyle about it's the sparrows. A lot sparrow better hustle. than a like, martin. I, I am certain that
1: we're the only show that's recommending the uh, Sparrow Houses, <laughs> so Kyle will know where the suggestion came from at uh, 210-479-DIRD. This is so cute. Uh-huh, I'm sure. All righty, um, so let's see. Jerry is on the line at 210-308-8867. This is going to be a tricky question now. you got to be careful with this one. Uh-oh. What's going on, Jerry? Yeah, This is
9: this is a trick question. I think my husband killed my oak trees. He sprayed grazon out in the field he does oh, hell. So he sprayed it they're, two trees are okay they look good but they're not oaks. I've got these oak, two oak trees out in the front yard they're about they've been in the ground about oh four years I guess and they're really big but they have no leaves.
2: Well, when, when, when did they put the graze on on?
9: Uh, about a month ago, three oh, weeks
2: okay. ago. Yeah, that that wouldn't affect the, those trees that quickly.
7: Okay.
2: Uh, so a different different oaks are are uh, are leafing out at different times because they're genetically different. So oh, I wouldn't we'll I wouldn't give up on them. My son-in-law, oh, okay. my son-in-law was asking me uh, just yesterday about uh, he's got a, got an oak tree down there in his yard, and it's uh-huh. full of full of uh, ball moss, Calvin. And he was asking me about uh, did the ball moss keep his tree from leafing out? Because it hadn't leafed out; it's just full of ball moss. Yeah, my tree
4: have
2: I had to restrain myself, uh, <laughs> uh, cursing the bulb off. But, uh, I think some trees are just a little bit later. Uh, One tree uh, has,
9: a, you can see it has little leaf
2: buds on it. Okay, the, that's good.
9: The trunks are all, the, the on both of the trees, it's covered in moss.
4: Well, and that they're older trees. Yeah, and they're stressed. I mean, if you got if you got a lot of ball moss, that indicates there isn't a no, it isn't a not ball moss. It's,
9: it's yeah. moss on the trunks,
2: like
4: oh, lichens and things. lichen. Yeah, lichen isn't isn't like green fashion.
9: green moss on the trunks that it's growing.
4: Yeah, you know that's a positive thing. That it indicates that you're. you're uh, Air is not polluted if the lichens growing. <laughs>
9: oh, okay. Well, that's good. And you know, yeah. But he polluted it with grazon.
2: <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Are you in? Uh, are you in San Antonio Air or are you in the Hill Country?
9: No, I'm in Bear County, toward, in, towards Floresville.
2: Okay.
4: He didn't. He put. He didn't put grazon on your tree, did he? <laughs> no,
9: he sprayed. No, but he sprayed it close to him.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. And, that- well,
9: he. Trying to get rid of them. I guess it's clover. It has those
2: yeah. little yellow
9: flowers. Yeah. And uh, he sprayed on on the
2: clover. Okay. The deal is, you don't want to use any of that uh, clippings or hay from that field on your garden. Okay. Yeah.
9: Okay. He just speak to the animals and poisons them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And I and you don't want to use any manure from animals that have been uh, fed uh, grazed on. Hey. Uh,
9: no, we don't. We just I buy the commercial.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good, what good about should
9: I spray on those? On that clover stuff, it's got the little yellow flowers. I guess that's clover.
4: Is it that, makes
6: little birds.
4: Um, there's a bunch of them that have oxalis has got yellow flowers, so does Jerry's horse herb.
6: <laughs>
4: Is it, no, got, it a, a, make, it's it's, got a big clo- a big clover type leaf? It doesn't make burrs. No, does well, herb make burrs. Burrs. It, burrs. Oh, that could ma- be that could be that uh, bur clover. Clover, bur clover, yeah. yeah. It just makes like a ground cover.
9: Yeah. It's got little tiny leaves, and it's just. Will cover uh, just to look like you planted it and you want it there, but don't. So, what would be good to spray on it?
2: What kind of grass do you have there? Bermuda. Bermuda? That's good. Uh Um, Weed free zone. (laughs) Well, it's time we switched to. uh, We used to, we'd use MSMA. But they what about two D? Uh, well, no. Uh, well, that's
4: that's what that's what uh, weed free zone and
2: yeah. I'm looking for the new yeah. name. I'm looking for the new name of the product that uh, took the place of MSMA. Well, the feed
9: uh, store that I go to, they have 24 D, and that's what the guy recommended. But I didn't buy it because I didn't know.
2: Well, that might, that'll probably work, but uh, you want to be very careful with it if you have a garden.
4: Well, but that, no. yeah, that's that that's the, the active ingredient in all those broadleaf yeah, weed, right. weed poisons.
9: Okay, now the garden is not anywhere near that. It's way down from the other side of the house.
4: Now, the only thing it won't affect is the grass, your Bermuda grass, so... Yeah, you just okay. got to be real careful. Follow follow the label instructions if you decide
2: to to use it. Yeah, I
9: think I'll do it myself this time. <laughs> i do not trust <drenched> him anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, and do do it on a quiet day when yes, the wind's not yeah. blowing.
9: Right. Yeah. He doesn't spray when it's windy or anything. But he said, "Well, I did spray on the tree, but yeah." <laughs> okay, well, I'm not giving up on the trees. I just cry every time I see them. I go out there and look. No, yet. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> well, the the deal is we're all shut in, and uh, we're looking at our plants. We're, you know, we're... we're getting comfort from them. Yeah, at least yeah, we're looking at our plants. Uh-huh.
4: Except in your case, you're not getting comfort.
9: <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, we had another oak tree, and oh, it's it's huge, and... In one year, it did the same thing, and I thought it had died, but I didn't really care because it was in an area where it didn't matter. And it came back, and it leaves again, so I guess
1: there's always hope. <laughs> okay.
4: Good luck. All
9: right. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Bye. Thank you, Jerry. You take care. All right, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308- Eighty-eight sixty-seven, And outside of San Antonio, you can still call us toll-free, 866-308-8867. And uh, we encourage you to go to milburger nurserycom where you'll find out all the things that are on sale. We'll talk about them right after the news. Uh, but you'll find out all the specials, and when uh, they start doing activities again at Millburger's, you'll find them there, too, at Milberger Nursery. Com. All right, we're going to take a break, and while we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m., The Answer.
0: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer.
1: Hey, and welcome back to Milburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verdi Road. Well, Jerry stepped out for a second. Uh, but, uh, we'll, uh, we'll wait a second till he gets back to talk about some of the things that are on special in case he wants to elaborate on them. Uh, but lots of folks out here at Mill Burgers and they've added another register while maintaining social distancing. So things are moving, uh, real smoothly and, uh, nobody's waiting yesterday. There was a long line of today, uh, with that additional of the register, they're doing things, uh, uh real smoothly today, but lots of people, same amount of people, just, uh, more, uh, more efficiently. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll-free it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, uh, do you want to wait till Jerry comes back or you want to talk a little bit about the question you were answering with the grass guy? Hope he's back.
4: Oh, yeah, we were I was uh, we we're talking about uh, his lawn. It's San Augustine. He's got a San Augustine lawn and he had had a section of it that had uh, uh, clover-like plants. And of course, we always suspect it's oxalis rather than clover, but it turns it turns out it could be that burr clover in some cases, which would be treated completely different than oxalis. Uh, but he also, uh, he ob- obviously watered his lawn a, a lot and fertilized because he, he said he had... Uh, uh, he had a layer of organic material, and he, and he certainly did, which is kind of unusual for us. Uh, so Jerry suggested that he mow, mow low the first time over, and then after that go back to mowing high for San Augustine uh, grass. And then uh, we talked about the, the big debate now is if, if the weeds you have are, are winter weeds that are de- going to decline quickly now that the heat's here. Or if you've got a, a weed that like oxalis that might continue to uh, to uh, be a problem, and whether you treat it or you l- just let it decline, well, always a good idea to try to keep it from going to seed or producing more seed. So that's that's kind of where we are
1: at. All right. Did you have a question? And do you did you want to be on the air? Just,
2: just stand right there.
1: And You're, you, can, don't you don't have don't to. to yep. To mark, just just you start talking. We got you. On What's on? going on?
10: So my red oak tree is not—it doesn't have leaves yet. Yeah. Does it doesn't appear to be dead? I have pictures of it, but it has tiny little—I never know the tree. Buds. Buds on the end, like our ones in the front yard are blooming, and the one in the backyard is still not. So I did uh, they're
2: that. they're seedlings, seedling, seedling oak. In other words, different uh, genetics. And so my mine and my my red oak in my backyard is not uh, leafed out yet either. Okay, good.
10: So it has just a few, but otherwise it has the
2: little yeah, uh, that's
4: but good. No
10: green yet, so that's good. Okay.
4: They, so it's they could yeah. be they're, they're probably flowering, you know, either the male male flowers or female flowers. So, but uh, the key there is that as curious as the they're all individuals, those oak trees, and some of them
10: just or late that's bloomers. real
2: stubborn and some of them are <laughs> You're, real fast. Okay. You're looking at them too
10: much. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm going out there talking to it, saying, hey. <laughs>
2: is it in your front yard? No, back
10: yard. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ones in the front are, have leaves,
2: but the one in the back is... Oh, they both uh, oaks?
10: They're, they're, mm-hmm, they're red, red oaks. Okay. They're
2: the same. are the Do the leaves look all,
4: exactly the same or are they a little different?
10: Um... Well, we just planted the ones in the front a year ago, but I think they were—I think they're the same. They're, oh, they're okay. So, Marty right?
2: Oh, so the one in the back, or is uh, the one uh,
10: that is not several years old? Yeah.
2: Okay. That's-
10: yeah, it's. Ten years old at least. You
2: can't compare a, a young one to yeah. A old Yeah, yeah, but I
10: just, felt like the one across the street from us, they have the same type, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, well,
4: don't let that old one know that you're. I know,
10: you're I'm you're just. Don't.
2: Uh, <laughs> you're more partial to those new ones.
10: I won't. I won't. He, I won't. He, he I, want, know I, will,
2: I want you to find a video game that you can play
10: <laughs>
2: in the house and quit, quit looking at the okay. tree. Okay.
10: All right. Well, good. That makes me. Feel all right. Thanks, you by by Thank
2: you. thanks for
1: coming by. All right. You can come by and visit with us, too, and or you can call us at 210-308-8867. Let's talk about some of the things that are on sale. Uh, the first one we mentioned Jerry was bragging on yesterday. Vinca's a Texas superstar, oh, on yeah. sale. And all our deer-resistant Cora series, 88 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Caladiums are on sale. You didn't mention the deer won't eat them. We had that one guy that disagreed with us. (laughs) The deer will not eat them. In most neighborhoods, under most
2: conditions, (laughs) uh, uh, we're we're not taking the word of one guy. All right. There's there's, there's numerous uh, testimonials out there uh, that the deer will not eat vinca. Oh, good. Okay.
1: how about Forrest's house?
2: No, Just they wouldn't him in Forrest's house either. Oh, he has him
1: in the front yard?
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, okay. Well, he used to.
2: What happened he, to him? He has in the past.
1: Okay, but the deer didn't need him.
2: In fact, Forrest was the first one to test uh, Koravinka. Yeah. For aerophotophora. The, the disease that kills them. Well. He used to. Yeah, uh, well. Yeah. Cora
4: now is... Makes it possible for us to plant uh, vinca earlier in the year and uh, n- expect it to make it through the whole oh, summer yeah. without uh, being affected by Aerial Phytophora.
1: Now here at Forest's Yard is uh, lawn zero for deer right. eating. Uh, if they <laughs> won't eat it in forests.
4: Well, yeah. I think it, it, used, it used to be a... He was on the city council there. It used to be a campaign issue. Yeah, yeah. the deer. <laughs> the deer yeah. and... For, and uh, Hollywood Park, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure he won that one, did he?
2: No. Uh, I don't know. Well, they, they trapped the deer and took them out to a ranch, they said. That's what they said. That's so what they, they said they, about
1: my dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they thinned the population quite a bit in Hollywood Park. Yeah.
1: You don't see them as many. Gosh, for a while you were seeing one a day on 281. It was. Oh, Yeah. Hey, uh, caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. Boston fern hanging baskets are uh, just a sixteen eighty-eight for the ten-inch basket, or two for twenty-five dollars. Mexican heather on sale in the one-gallon containers now yeah. four eighty-eight.
2: That's a good plant. A, a lot of people like Mexican heather.
1: Uh, Star jasmine and uh, the.
2: It's fragrant. Did you Did you walk up by it? Yeah, I didn't smell it. I'll have to Well, walk we by.
4: haven't had to go very far because a lot of it's been passing through. A lot
2: of them been going yeah. through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a five-gallon container. Yeah. It's
4: pretty big. It's uh, a large plant.
1: Twenty-two eighty-eight. dollars 88 Bougainville is in the one-gallon. Uh, on sale, regularly nine ninety-nine. It's almost $10. Yeah eight eighty eight or two for fifteen butterfly weed uh, one gallon containers
2: yeah we talked about that quite a bit yesterday yeah
1: and we had people coming in asking about it when I was here well they right? setting up yeah
2: that's a that's a tough uh, tough little plant was uh, no, a... the one that I the first plant I ever dug and put in the yard for landscaping. Was a but, was a, a butterfly? Well, that but right? it's not,
4: but it's not not but the one we have.
2: Yeah, he says that it's not the one we have. It, it's a, a the, native type.
4: A lot of people call the native uh, tuberosa is butterfly weed, right? And then they call the one we have uh, Mexican milkweed or tropical milkweed.
2: This is
4: this is the one that the both of them have pretty flowers. Oh yeah. This is the one we have here at milburger's Is the one that the the Monarchs like the best for laying their eggs on
2: yeah
1: it's uh now five eighty eight or two for ten dollars, which makes it almost five dollars each if you buy two
2: yeah and once they once they get established uh, they're pretty i think they're more <laughs> that we've been talking about the tropical uh milkweed for the monarchs, but I think this one is more. This is a
4: this is tropical milkweed this is not this is not a uh, this is curva- Curvasica, which is the tropical milkweed oh okay they've just they've just decided to call it butterfly
1: weed <laughs> uh
4: the wholesale nursery i guess
1: whole whiskey barrels are half off with removable top now, and if you like myself are a fan. Of mycorrhizal fungi.
2: Oh, those cute little mycorrhizal. Oh, they're sweet. You just hear them singing and
1: gathering. 30-pound bag, uh, covers 3,000 square feet, 2488.
2: Yeah, and uh, if you come over to get that natural lawn and garden fertilizer with mycorrhiza, they will let you put your ear to the bag. Well, yeah, and fine. listen and get those micro, hear those mycorrhizal in there. Well, you thought let you do
1: that either way. I mean, yeah, if you bought it, it's your bag well, if you want that's to put it in here. So, yeah, but, yeah, if you we'll just to ask, you
2: there and listen.
1: ask to hear the mycorrhizal uh, fungi. There you go. Uh, make sure that they're happy. <laughs> but
2: uh, the premium lawn and garden fertilizer right. is also 19.59
1: slow release.
2: Now, let's see. Let's compare here. 19, Uh, 5, 9, slow-release nitrogen. The 19 is 19% nitrogen. The 5 is uh, 5% phosphorus, and the 9 is 9% potassium. And a 40-pound bag, which sells on sale for... 1988, basically $20, covers 7,600 square feet. Now, let's say you want to do it organically. It'll it'll make you feel so much better to use organic, natural lawn and garden fertilizer. It's 6% uh, nitrogen, it says, which compared to 19% on the uh, premium lawn fertilizer and 1% phosphorus compared to uh, 5% on the uh, synthetic the, the uh, premium lawn fertilizer and 2% uh, compared to uh, ph- phosphate of, uh, compared to 9% on the Millburgers Premium Lawn Fertilizer. The mi- Premium Lawn Fertilizer sells for, like we said, uh, about $20, a little over $20.
1: 19,
2: and the which covers a uh, 30-pound bag, covers 3,000 square feet versus seventy-six. But if you want to do things, things
1: organically, it's your choice. Yeah. So there you go.
2: It's uh, it, it regularly sells. It's now for thirty dollars, and it's on sale for twenty-five dollars. There you go. All right. So what do you want? Whichever you do want. Do you want to feel good or do you want to make it happen? If you want to use organic,
1: it's more than a feeling good thing. It's People want to do it. So.
2: It's a feel good thing.
1: I'm not going to argue what with
2: you. What is a more than feel good thing?
1: I think the, I'm not. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. No, I've been listening to our listeners who <laughs> like doing gardening organically, and, uh-huh. and it means a lot to them. Uh-huh. All right, two one zero three 210-308-8867. What else you got going on over there? You got anything from Neil or?
2: It says uh, last week no. to take advantage of CPS green oh wow shade tree rebates.
1: Yeah, April thirtieth.
2: Last week.
1: So it's coming up. Yeah, yeah that's. If you're, uh, if you're
2: interested, if you
4: need a shade tree, um, and uh, then you want to get that fifty dollar rebate for every tree that you plant. Uh, you need to do it this week. This is one of that that, that would be one of the ways to use the curbside mm-hmm. too, because you could uh, you could have one of the staff pick those. Tell them what kind of trees you want. You could even come look at the trees and help you make your decision, and then uh, uh, call them call them up and uh, say, "Here's the ones I want. I want to pick them up." And uh, just so you get it done by the thirtieth so that you can get take advantage of the $50 rebate that's yeah.
1: that's a good idea
2: okay i have a question for our very astute listeners all right to call in and what's that number 210 308
1: 8867
2: and the question is uh, well, i got uh this morning and it said uh it was, the subject was Blue Bonnet Grown on Cactus. It said, I posted pictures of a blue bonnet which has a cactus growing from it. It has a blue bonnet at the tip and a, a seed pod halfway down on the cactus. Nobody has has had an explanation. Someone suggested I contact you. It's the strangest thing ever. Wish I could attach a picture to you. She didn't. No. But But thank you. So I need our listeners to tell me what she's talking about. Blue bonnet grown on cactus. Huh. And the flowers are actually on the tip and uh, a seed pod halfway down the cactus pod. Well,
4: that that, that, that kind of, I think, muddies the <laughs> ground a little. Because you can occasionally have a soil, kind of a dip in a cactus where there's accumulation and you get some weeds or something growing out, out of it, but that... Why would the Why would the blooms be up there and the seeds down there? Unless it's uh, she, she's maybe it's the plant has been misidentified, or I don't. It could be. Do you remember? I mean, years ago, I got called out to identify a plant, and uh, of course, somebody had thought it was pretty funny. They had uh, put fake plants. In a oh, kind of, okay. Kind of that situation, yeah. So and that was throwing you off, huh? Well, yeah, it was. A, I, g- I guess it was a joke. Um, yeah, she needs to. She needs to send a uh, picture. Yeah, a picture would be uh,
2: much easier. So maybe if our listeners can shed any light on this. Yeah. This excludes Forrest Appleton. Why? He'll figure it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> All but, right. Okay. I thought I would share that with you bet a, a lot
4: of our gardener listeners have seen plants
2: growing on cactus
4: on cactus.
2: Yeah. It's but just, then, uh, this she says that the blue bonnets at the tip of the cactus yeah, that's a strange thing. Actually growing on the the blue bonnet flower is actually growing on the cactus. And the seed pod is actually on the cactus. Yeah. It's a cross. It's a miracle. It's one of those. Uh, what is that thing uh, where everybody's getting upset about uh, crossing the genes of, of plants? Uh, no, GMO. GMO. It's a GMO cactus, man. I don't think it is. What? Huh? It's, it's
1: a freak of nature, uh, a bluebonnet cactus. Or maybe there you a, go.
4: maybe it would be more recognizable if uh, was described differently.
2: Yeah. Does a does a blue a, a bluebonnet cactus classify or or uh, can be the state flower? I don't know. Blue, blue bonnet cactus. We uh, need to state, see a we need to well, see a picture
1: see, of the blue-bonnet cactus. Is she going to email you one?
2: Well, the cactus. Let's see. The cactus flower is a is a state. Let's see. The sta- bluebonnet is a state flower. Right. And cactus is some. The cactus flower is some state recognized plant. So this is a. And
1: this could be a, something this, very interesting. This is very interesting. All right. So she needs to send you a picture. <laughs> All right, or you can call us if you've seen that happen, too. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I want to encourage you to go see pictures, speaking of pictures, at deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see before and after pictures of work that Barry Hagendorf, who owns Deck and Patio Care, have done, uh, and it is almost miraculous. Barry uses the quote, it really can look new again, and it always kind of worried me, because I thought, well, people are going to think, well, it'll look good, but it can't look new again. No, 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 no. Go look at the pictures, and it really can look new again. That gray weathered deck, that fence, that pebblestone driveway, Barry can make them look new again. And you can see for yourself when you go to deckandpatiocare.com. And then call them, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Ninety-one forty-seven, And Barry will tell you all about it, answer any of your questions. He loves talking about this. 210-822-9147. That's deckandpatiocare.com. All righty. Uh-oh. I think I said blueberry cactus and not blue bonnet cactus. Oh. Okay. So that would be even <laughs> more interesting. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210 210-308- 308 8867. Lots of great calls today. You'll be a part of the show too at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 A.M. the answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you a little story that exemplifies why Milburgers is different. I had a friend who had a plant that he had cared for and was doing a poor job of it. It was a plant that belonged to his mother, so it had sentimental value to him, and he wanted to keep it alive. He went to Millburgers and talked to one of many of the plant professionals there and got great advice. And she encouraged him to come back in about a week and tell him how it was going. And he did. And the advice was good, and the plant was doing better. He not only felt like he just got great advice, he felt like somebody cared about his success. That's the difference at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. They care about your success. They not only want you to be a customer time and time again, they want you to be successful and have a great gardening experience. That's the difference at Millburgers. You'll find out more about Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. You'll find all the specials and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardie Road. (laughs) And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Kind of featuring the music of Kyle Keener today. It's Kyle on vocals again. Uh, he's, of course, uh, uh, was it the leader of Small World, or one of the members of Small World. I think it was more of a, a group effort. And uh, But uh, Kyle passed away last week, so we wanted to kind of pay tribute to Kyle and and, uh, because a very generous person, great great musician, great performer, very generous to other performers. Uh, So it's an honor to uh, to play his music.
2: Yeah, Jeremy was uh, my son was telling me that uh, there's been a couple of country music singers pass away in Nashville No, Kyle from didn't, the coronavirus
1: now Kyle didn't pass away from the coronavirus as far as I know but yeah I have read
2: that yeah Yeah. So. Jeremy can name it for you but yeah I well, want to mention to people oh I'm upset no, well, that's because new. people are bringing their doggies in here with no mask on Milton. I don't know if the doggies need masks well, that lion got coronavirus? I don't know. You'll Didn't you see that in the news? I think you should call the mayor tomorrow. As, as far <laughs> so, as I we know, you need the, doggy man.
1: Yes, and tell the mayor. Explain that to and uh, to <laughs> he and Judge Wolf.
2: But they said animals can get it.
1: I've read conflicting stuff on that. Oh, is that right. I've read both, so okay. I don't know.
2: Speaking of conflicting things. Uh we're closing in on the last of April, Mm-hmm. and uh, closing in on the last uh, webinar. Web webinar, yeah. Webinar by David uh, Rodriguez and Molly Tech. And the last one will be on tu- This coming Tuesday, April 28th, from 1 to 2 p.m. And David's going to be talking about an easy and fun way to grow vitamin C hmm. by David Rodriguez. And then Wednesday, the day after, April 29th, then from 1 to 2, uh, Molly's going to be talking about pests that reduce that vitamin C. Uh, Kevin brought up the day she, we, uh, David's gonna be talking a lot about, about, uh, citrus for a source of vitamin C, but, uh, she may be talking about the tomatoes and it's a vitamin C source as well.
1: Oh, tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah, strong one. Uh, and peppers? Yeah, peppers. Actually, I think peppers have more vitamin
2: C than citrus.
4: Blackberries.
2: Oh, blackberries too?
4: Somebody, yeah, yeah. Uh, she might herbs. be talking
2: about the blackberry bitterbug, Milton. Oh, man, you need to call in and give her your testimonial. Yeah. So, so when is it? My my, the nightmares
1: that I <laughs> saw.
4: His, his hair was not curly before he ate those uh,
2: blackberry Black bitterbugs.
1: Bitter bugs. Yeah, I was talking to Laura about uh, getting more vitamin C, and I said, "Well, just I'll get some uh, citrus and stuff from the store." And she goes, "You know, actually." Peppers have more vitamin C than green peppers have more vitamin C. She said than than oranges.
2: Maybe I don't know that. Plus, oh. plus is good fiber source too. That's true. There uh, was there are some other
1: good. Well, pineapples are real good. We can't grow pineapples. But, yeah. Uh, and guava. Guava's a good vitamin C. Is, is that David going to talk about that?
4: No, it's pretty hard to grow here. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> well, it's impossible to grow. Uh... But anyway, the webinars. How do you get on the webinars? Uh, are are li- is listed on uh, PlantAnswers.com, the main front page, and then the uh, over to the left-hand side of the front page, toward the bottom, and it tells you how- it tells you where to click, and. Uh, uh, and how to get it uh, on the uh, uh, the site. Now, uh, we've had some debates about when to do that. No. Uh, we, we say 15 to 15 minutes before.
1: Yeah, but I, I have a feeling when you tell people that, that they're going to remember it five minutes before and say it's too late. And yeah. I, I don't want to discourage them.
2: Yeah, beginning... The
1: sooner it's you get on, the beginning better. Beginning
2: 15 minutes before. There you go. Okay.
1: And even up to the time, generally, yeah. Calvin said that they had people jumping in the last one, even after it started. So
2: Yeah, I guess you can jump into those things. Absolutely. Once they've started. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Went,
4: they went from 60 listeners to 102 listeners in, like, oh, the, that right? like, the first five minutes of the presentation.
1: Yeah, they keep, uh, depending on, you can kind of... Sometimes if they don't set the things right, all of a sudden you're watching and you hear boop poop poop boop, poop, 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 just people joining in. Yeah.
4: Uh, um, Molly's pretty good at uh, identifying people who uh, have left their uh, their, vi- their uh, <laughs> audio, audio on when. Oh when yeah, that's hundred 100 people. You can't have everybody with their audio on.
1: I tell Molly she can mute everybody but herself if she's the <laughs> host. no. She can. It's like a click of a button apparently. Yeah.
4: And it was uh, I did I got on five minutes before the thing was to start and and it was relatively easy and uh, was very very interesting but it, I did this this was a couple of weeks ago uh, yeah. but but they're fun they're good sh- they're inf- good information and uh, yeah, both speakers are excellent speakers.
2: Yeah. We'll,
1: have to, we'll have to do our show as a Zoom meeting on radio and Zoom. No oh, lord.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, uh I want for those that didn't listen yesterday, I want to advise everybody that uh, we have added more to uh, the uh, seed harvesting of the red maroon, white, and ladybird royal blue bluebonnet seed. Of course, that goes for any bluebonnet seed, and uh, well, we've added some more uh, pictures. And, and write up about how to collect them, if you want to collect the whole plant. Now, and, and I, we'll... I
4: hope that he does not uh, think that I, I kind of go over, overboard on Zinnia after he we've listened to his blue no. bonnet <laughs> presentations for the last uh,
2: ten weeks. Yeah, zinnias First, are personal, not the Texas State flower, Kevin. You've both got your own passions. <laughs> in, <so. laughs> yeah. And uh, after the probably after this week, because of all the hot weather and low humidity we have, the time to harvest blue-bonnet seed is going to be over. Yeah. Oh. And the zinnias have just started. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Like the sparrows. And, a butter- <laughs> and, hey, um,
4: and the butterflies uh, and the hummingbirds will be using the zinnias. we gotta, we
1: got to talk to Ed, so I know people are waiting for the information. That's on plantanswers.com? Yeah. Okay. Ed's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Ed, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, man. How you doing? Good. How about you guys? Doing okay. It's a pretty day today.
8: Oh, yeah. I've been out in it for many hours. Um, i got a couple of things I'd like to ask you. Uh, the first thing is I have, uh, like, a bunch of different little brochures that suggest, you know, uh, the various uh, plants for water-saving uh, landscapes. I've got one from Saw's. I've got some older ones. But what I really want is more information I'd like to find out uh, which one of those plants are like, uh, you know, deer resistant. I know in some of the brochures they say things are deer resistant, but uh, I've also had the deer eat the thing completely down. So I'm not sure which one oh, is yeah. uh, which one is I can believe. But I, I'd like to also know if they're toxic uh, to livestock or pets and also if the livestock and pets will eat them. Is there a place, uh, A&M website or something like that, where you can go and find out, you know, all the information you need about these various plants that people recommend?
4: Well, you can go and get a bachelor's degree in horticulture uh. <laughs> uh, from a and I mean, I think I think that's... Not an
2: easy task. I thought the saws deal had the deer in there with a yeah. the little cross mark through it. Yeah, and so does. Yeah, the, they, they they do,
8: but yeah. there's a couple of things in there that I've personally grown and you know had oh. the deer munch on. But, oh I yeah, know well, that, that there's a lot of places yeah. that that the deer will eat anything. So
2: right, other uh, than that,
8: but what about toxicity to pets and livestock?
4: Now the, the problem with that is that the the degree of toxicity is the key. There's a huge number of plants that, if you do the chemical analysis, they have some toxicity. But the issue is that pets and people don't eat them, or the the taste or the smell, or or it's you'd have to eat a uh, hundred pounds of them to, ha- <laughs> to to get an upset stomach. So that's uh, now plantanswers.com has some discussions I think Jerry, both Jerry and I have done some uh, articles on toxicity and you know these plants are in San Antonio according to the veterinarians that we use have, have been a problem almost all other plants haven't but I, I, I think you could get that kind of information but
2: uh, so I'd I'd probably start there at plantanswers.com. Yeah, go into plantanswers.com and use the first search engine on, on the left as you're looking at the screen. And type in uh, toxicity, plant toxicity. And that should give you every, uh, uh, I, I think we've got a toxicity uh, l- listing of plants. We used to have a deal on there that's called uh, uh, Edible Plants. And uh, uh, Forrest Appleton made me take it down with with good cause because people would look at the, uh, like, pansies and things like that, and they'd look at that listing, and then they would write us back, but what about, and give you a plant, that's not on the list. So, uh, and uh, those those are kind of hard to determine. But uh, uh, if you look for toxicity, plant toxicity, on uh, in a search engine on plantanswers.com, and you might do a Google search for plant toxicity and find some tables. Yeah, but don't-
4: yeah, I don't I don't think you're gonna find the clear picture that it, that it sounds like you're looking for. No, so just, you don't know of any
8: book or or uh, maybe somebody's thesis or something that that you know would give me a lot of uh, detailed information about that. Nope.
2: Okay. No, the, the, we've got a you we've know,
8: got a deer, up, but. When you get on the Internet, you also get a lot of information that's been corrupted by, uh, you know, people that don't have anything better to do and they're, you know, they want to cure everything with barn gluten or something, you know, and so you don't really know whether what you're reading is, you know, very accurate. Let me ask you something else.
1: Um, Real quick, Steve.
8: 100%. People are always calling in asking about fast-growing shade trees, and of course, it's not real fast-growing. But I like—I'm sort of a promoter of bodark trees. But I also have a tree called a varnish tree, and uh, the thing, as far as I can tell, is indestructible. I had it in a five-gallon pot for over ten years, just sitting outside with no protection from weather at all and i mean it went through some days when you know years ago when we had like three days where it never got above freezing and this sucker in the spring just leafed out and kept growing and i brought it up to where i live now which is in very poor soil conditions and i planted it in my yard and uh it, it immediately started grow well at first it died back and then it immediately started growing like crazy and it's about i'd say 20 something feet high now in in like four years and it's got uh, huge leaves on it so it produces a tremendous amount of shade and i don't understand why i mean as far as i can tell it has no problems
4: well so, I, I, i've I got one even
8: recommending it
4: yeah, I've got one growing a
2: varnish tree.
4: Yeah, in my yard, but I, I I've had trouble with the cold with it. Gets the gets the uh, old branch, branch die back. Uh, not it's in a it's in a position. It's so close to my uh, vegetable gardens that it doesn't have a water problem. But I I don't know how how drought tolerant it is.
8: But, well, uh, I've read that it's not very drought tolerant, but. I mean, I have some of the... I mean, I live due west of downtown San Antonio, and I'm in places where, you know, in some places there's zero inches of topsoil, and, and I've got uh, literally, uh, in some cases, the cedar trees have died when it got real dry. Uh, but this thing, uh, I haven't had any real trouble with it. It lets you know if it needs water, but, I mean, there have been times when... You know, it wilted and I let it just stay wilted for, oh, maybe a couple of weeks before I did anything, and it just pops back out and continues to do well. So mm-hmm. I'm real cool. I mean, mine, it, maybe it's a little different, you know, variety or something, but I'm amazed at how well it works.
1: All right. Thanks, Ed. You're gonna have to, Ooh.
4: Ed, you're gonna have to create the, uh, <laughs> the varnish, varnish, varnish plant, uh, Society. Society. And what do we have? We've
1: got the uh Rudega Society. <laughs> a China Berry Society. China Berry. And the Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, Sparrow Society. And we gotta take a break, okay? okay. So see okay. You. Bye, Bye, Ed. Thank you. Hang on, and we need uh let's see, uh, uh, Sherry to hang on to. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty AM the answer.
0: Sky so vast. Is the sky with faraway clouds Just wandering by
2: Where do they go? Oh, I don't know I don't know
0: When that speaks to the leaves Telling stories that no
2: one believes
1: Welcome back to Milburger's Gardening, South Texas. Again, that music you've been hearing today from Small World, and that, of course, is Kyle Keener on vocals. 210 308 8867. Oh, man, Steve's going to stir it up a little bit. Drip Steve is on the line at 210 308 8867. Hi, Steve. Welcome to Milburger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
3: Hi, Milton. Hey, uh, I'm just driving into Milburger, so I'll just hang up so somebody else can get on. I'll walk over and talk to you. Well,
1: that's okay. What's your question? I think it's kind of fun.
3: Uh, well, I was wanting to ask um, Milton about how to save Xenia seeds. I heard I heard you talk about it, how to save bluebonnet, which I've been doing that for a long time.
1: But I have yeah, growing. People are tired them. of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well here. Just that's uh, okay. Let somebody your...
3: else get in because you're running out of time.
1: Okay, all right, but people may want to know the answer to that one, so we'll let Calvin so go, tell the answer ahead. on air, and then he can tell okay. it to you personally. Okay, okay, all okay. right. So, how do you collect zinnia seeds, Calvin?
2: Zinnia seeds? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about the same way you could do it. About to say, let now them dry.
4: Yeah, you. Uh, the reason, the way I do it, I just put them on t- the sur- surface of a container. Little uh, like a four-inch container or even a peat pot, and just press them, mm-hmm. press them into the soil, and you keep that soil basically wet, and they they sprout in three or four days. Yeah, and they grow there. The now seed, you,
2: the seed uh, on the flower produced on the flower will hang on to the flower till it's dry, right?
4: Yeah, and then you can, then you just with one big flower head you. Can, yeah. You can just kinda shake it or pull pull at the seeds and just along the row like that. And And a pretty
2: clean seed, too. Yeah.
4: And it's uh, one one flower head will you know, make three or four rows of seed. And you don't you don't bury it. That's another one of those things that you gotta you press you can press it into the ground. Yeah. And you uh, want the you want your soil
2: Seed soil wet. contact.
4: You want the soil wet. Moist. Before the you put the plant in. I mean, put put the seed in. But they'll yeah they they huge very high germination rate.
2: Yeah. Have you tried to separate the colors? The colors? Yeah. Of of the of the pods that you sow. Let's say you want to sow mainly orange. Oh, again, and you saw some, only yeah, pods some, of orange?
4: Yeah, if I see some some that I really like the color of. Yeah, well that works. That that's work? what I'll collect, yeah. They, will they that,
2: come back true? Um not, <laughs> not,
4: not always true. Not uh, absolutely true, but uh, high percentage, especially yeah. the heirloom type. Okay. Now, the Dreamland, those hybrids, they come back all strange sizes yeah. and different colors.
1: All right, we got got... Um, Oh, Sherry on the line at 210-308-8867. Uh, Trace is going to help us with this one. We're going to talk to Sherry real quick? Sure. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, Sherry? Hi, not much. How are y'all? Good, good. What's going on? Good,
9: good. Well, um, just real quick, I have a, um, a hibiscus that is shaped into a topiary, but I've let it grown out. Now the, um, the uh, branches are all stringy, and they've got little bitty buds on them, but I was just wondering if I could... Um, just reshape the branches back into the original topiary. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it'll branch back out and, and rebloom. Would that would now be a good time to to do something like that?
11: Yeah, it, it's a high, it would. It's a high although, fungus. although I would limit how much you take off at one time. The general rule okay. of thumb is no, you never remove more than one of the one third of the foliage at any one time. So, okay. I'd. I'd whack it back, let it start to recover. Once it's recovered, if you need to go back further, then go back further until you get to the shape you want it.
9: Perfect. All right. That's all I needed to know. I appreciate your your advice.
1: Okay. Cool. And we'll go to Mary because she's got a question about a plant that you have on sale here, I think. Okay. Okay. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing?
5: Thanks, Milton. I'm doing fine. I wanted to ask about jasmine. We have confederate jasmine off the porch in the back. used to climb the porch, but it was trimmed when it was painted. Now it's a ground cover. We have asiatic jasmine all over the front yard. Okay, in the front yard there's a tree, a crape myrtle, and a vine has climbed the tree and is blooming. And I say to my husband that I think it's a confederate, because none of our Asiatic jasmine ever bloomed
0: well
11: Jerry's an expert asiatic.
2: No me? no none of them have ever climbed that asian jasmine when they, when they when they climb they bloom
11: That Jerry Jerry so had a saying, whole yard Jerry, like that Yeah you're saying that, that
5: that's do. asiatic
11: Yeah well he's saying it could be <laughs> It also yeah. could now, be the star I jasmine cut
5: off, I cut no, off I a stem think. of each plant And they look almost identical. You can hardly tell. They're related. Oh, they, I thought, with my husband, they are related.
11: (laughs) Generally, the star jasmine has a little bit larger leaf, but it is the same shape.
5: Okay, that's what I think. The star jasmine is prettier than the, uh, Mm -hmm. but, you know, 32 years, it's never bloomed, the, uh, the one that's all over the front yard.
2: Well, that's. Because it never climbed.
11: That,
5: well, I guess you're right, Jerry. I in, guess my husband's cal- right.
11: In California, it actually blooms a lot more frequently than it would here.
5: I see. I see.
11: Mine, mine well, blooms so every year. Appreciate.
5: It smells like
1: uh, So, you're going to go that, tell that, that. your husband he's right?
5: He's listening.
1: No. Okay.
5: <laughs> well, we Thanks, enjoyed Mary. your program.
1: Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thank Come you. Bye bye. What's going on, Trace? You're going to get the last words today. What about Steve? Uh, oh, Steve will talk to you in a minute. Steve's going to talk to you about Zinya some more. What you got, Trace?
11: Oh, just a beautiful day. Isn't and, it uh, it's Head gorgeous. on out. We've got uh, plenty of color, and uh, everybody's dying to be outside. Why not be in your own yard making it prettier? There you yeah.
2: go. Hey, everybody, everybody, got math
1: on. Am I, yes. co- am I correct, too, that you've added a register? Because it looks like things are going...
11: We, we had to wing something because yeah. our, our cashiers have to be six foot apart as well.
1: But you did add...
11: We improvised. I don't know how long we're, we're going to keep it, be able to keep it up because we have 700 more roses coming in on Wednesday. Oh, oh my Lord. gosh. So temporary fix, uh, but uh, it's a fix all the same.
1: Is there a holiday those could be perfect for that's coming
11: up? I, I'm thinking there might might be. Is it Mother's Day? I'm yes. Thinking of? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. And you still got Grandma Jello left?
11: I saw some of those. Yeah. Oh, good. All okay. Right.
4: And yeah. uh, if you want more information on some of those tough modern roses and the old-fashioned roses, uh, get that column from the Express News from Saturday, and uh, we discussed uh, uh, a lot of the outstanding roses and a lot. All of them are available here at Millburger's.
2: Nobody ever called in about the butterfly on the road. No, the... Oh, have yeah, they ever
1: seen a butterfly on the road? No, they didn't call. We didn't ask them, though, today. We had just asked them yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Them. yeah,
11: Historically, it has to happen. Yeah. Even if by accident.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Calvin and I were saying we see it by accident. It's like they land on <laughs> them, and they're like, oh, heck, what is this? And they well, I fly. think
4: they just can't believe that such a colorful thing. Yeah. would not have any nectar or not much.
1: So, Trace, are there other things coming in? What uh, what veggies are coming in, herbs, anything exciting?
11: Uh, on that same truckload of roses, uh, we're going to have a vast assortment of crape myrtles. Oh, good. Ah, good. So some of the varieties uh, I haven't seen available in years. And uh, so I, I didn't go heavy into any of them. I did tinsies. On a whole bunch of different varieties, and uh, so that'll be in on Wednesday. Probably take us till Thursday or Friday to get them out. So next and uh, Dreamland Zinnias comes and goes,
4: <laughs> so they they We expect some more this week.
11: Uh, I know there's some Dreamland Zinnias coming in in six packs, and I cannot remember on the moss rose.
1: Uh, yes. Trace, we've been talking too. If it, folks go to your website, we've been talking about the website milbergernursery.com. The first thing they see. Uh, is curbside service available? Do you want to discuss that a little bit? Or?
11: Sure. It's a same-day pickup only. Uh, so you would okay. call us. And you got to be, be uh, mindful. We are busy, so we answer the phone as best we can. But call us. Give us your list. Uh, we'll go see what we got. We'll call you back. And uh, with the figure, and we will set up for curbside. Now, if you're not doing it for same-day pickup, then we can't do it like that. So oh, okay. We, we can still do it, but it's done differently.
1: Okay, cool. All right, so they call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. And Sunday,
2: Sunday only, right? Today only.
11: That's curbside pickup? No, no, same this, day. Same day. Not Sunday, oh, same, same day. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. we can do it on Sundays just for you. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it works good. I didn't. He did. did so, that for Calvin. So, yeah, Calvin did it, and uh, there was a few things we were uh, missing. Yeah, but uh, he broke
1: his heart with those zinnias.
11: Yeah, I had plenty of other zinnias. He just happened no. to be specific uh, <laughs> on one, one type. He wouldn't okay. budge on the variety.
1: All right, so we got about a minute and a half left, Trace. Uh, we have the CPS thing featured in the. Uh,
11: yeah, um, it's almost over.
1: Yeah, so it ends this week, uh, April thirtieth.
11: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
1: and you can you can still help people. Yep, this week, with to learn more about it and what it is. And as long
11: as they get their receipt uh, by then, they still got a little while to turn it in. I imagine. Oh, good.
1: Okay. And then the saws deal. I heard that promoted today. Yep,
11: that's still going on. Uh, we still have most of the plants. Okay. Um, our our bed needs a little attention, but uh, that's that's
4: we, a long longer season now, so. You can expect some of those other plants to probably come back, to come in too, if they're some yeah. of them on the list. They're get an extensive list. If some of them aren't here now, they'll probably be. Yeah,
1: and and, and yeah, you're saying there's longer to use the coupon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, Trace. What else? Anything else?
11: I, I think that about covers it.
1: Cool, man. Well we'll, we'll we'll catch you next week, and you'll come on come on early. You've been busy. I've been watching you. Uh, <laughs> you have been walking around, and all the Millburgers employees have been busy. So, all right. The so 210, well, we won't give the number again. We're going to say goodbye
2: for today. You not have stopped. No. That number.
1: Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all the corals on the air. Thanks, of course, to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. In the meantime go to millburgernursery.com or just come on out to 1604 Boulevardy Road and visit you're listening to 930 a.m. this is the answer